Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. We are on the doorstep of NBA free agency and teams have already made huge moves. So who has actually done the best job in getting better so far? It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Canty back from a week on the West Coast. What up? What's up, big fella? Feels like it's been a long time since we've done a show. It has I mean, been. I know it's only been a week, but it feels like dog years. No, it does Doesn't feel it? like a long time. Man, it's strange. You were missed. You were missed. There's Was no I? question. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I heard you were yucking it up with Big Perk on the show. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that you missed me that well, much. Because I just wanted to know from Perk who would win in a fight between a bear and a shark. Yeah, and you Perk... said neutral field in space. Exactly. <laughs> well, what am I supposed to do? Allow a shark to be in the water? Allow a bear to be on land? You know what I... No, you know we what... got to make this neutral site. But you know the thing that I appreciate? That you respected the weight and size quota that we have on this show. <laughs> One 350-pound man has to go on vacation... Another 6'8", 350-pound man steps in in his place. I love it. Well, we're getting to it all, and we're starting right now. Here we go! Go, go! Only one place to start. And that place to start is the NBA last week, and the teams that made moves, the big moves that were made, frankly. The Celtics getting Kristaps Porzingis and shipping away Marcus Smart. The Suns going out and getting Bradley Beal, the Warriors getting rid of the Jordan Poole contract, which, by the way, was phenomenal. And they add in uh, uh, Chris Paul. How about the Spurs when Victor Webinyama and, you know, the Blazers drafting Scoot Henderson. So Canty, in your absence, I have been curious all week as to know, in your estimation this past week, which NBA team had the best week and got better. Oh, I have to think it's the father and son pairing the Bartlesteins and facilitating the deal for a badly bill from the Wizards going out to the Phoenix Suns. CEO of the Phoenix Suns, Josh Bartlestein, his dad, um, represents Bradley Beal, and they were able to broker that deal. And now that you're talking about the Suns having three guys that on any given night can go for 25-plus points, I think it takes a lot of pressure off of the trio from the standpoint of how they have to win basketball games. To me, that's the most impressive part. In watching the postseason, it wasn't that KD and D-Book weren't good enough. It's just that their margin for error was so small if those guys didn't play well. Think about the two games, the two licks that they were able to get off of the Denver Nuggets. Remember, two games at home, they were able to win back-to-back games, but you're talking about them having to combine for, what was it, 72 points and 86 points respectively? That's asking those guys to do too much over the course of a seven-game series and do that for four straight series. And so adding Bradley Beal now takes pressure off of KD and and Devin Booker from the standpoint of having to score the basketball. But what it does do is ratchet up the pressure on this group to deliver once we get to the postseason this next year. I get it, but what have we talked about here over the last few weeks? We have talked about in watching 
the Denver Nuggets win another championship in constructing so many of these other teams that have fought for titles. Not the best talent, but the best team. Mm. I don't know that this is the best team right now. And they may be able to trade DeAndre Ayton for something. Boy, certainly so far, doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of people knocking down their door. They even, over the weekend, hinted at the fact, oh, you know what, maybe we'll end up keeping him. That's because nobody's asking for him. Canty, if we have four players who are under contract for $161 million next year, and you only have two other guys under contract right now, that's not what I would call a great formula for building a champion. I understand how good these players are, but frankly, I'm losing faith in Kevin Durant's ability to stay healthy. I love Devin Booker as a player. And Bradley Beal has missed, on average, 30 games over each of the last four years. So these are all questions for me. I love, love, love what the Boston Celtics did. Mm. And somewhat of what I am going to say is counterintuitive based on what I just said. Because when it comes to injuries, Kristaps Porzingis has had more than his share. This past season, he was able to stay healthy. Yeah. Canty, I want 60 games from him. Give me 60 games from Kristaps Porzingis. I, I know that you lose so much of what is the leadership aspect with Marcus Smart, and that sucks for them. I, I can't get around that. But that, to me, means you have to figure out a way to keep Grant Williams, and you have to figure out a way to have Derek White kind of step up and be a little bit more of that role, and frankly, Malcolm Brogdon, too. Well, well. First of all, I want to put a pin in that Celtics conversation. I want to get back to that. But I do want to address the DeAndre Ayton of it all when it comes to the Phoenix Suns because I think it's ideal for them this summer to be able to break DeAndre Ayton down into multiple players that can provide depth for that team. But we got to remember, they did hire Frank Vogel to be their head coach. And a part of what sold the Suns organization on Frank Vogel is that he had a plan for DeAndre Ayton because he's had a lot of success with playing lineups with bigs in the lineup and being able to match up against teams even when they go with small balls. So I think that Frank Vogel being present is going to help bring out the best version of Ayton. And even if they can't find a deal for Ayton this summer, I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to find a deal for Aiton at some point leading up to the trade deadline because mm-hmm. you're talking about a year less under that contract. Well, that's what you have to hope for. Yeah, and then you also have to consider the potential buyout market for veteran players that might want to come to the Phoenix Suns and ring chase. So there are all of these different factors on how this uh, and different pathways for the Suns to be able to improve their team as we get into the 2023-2024 season. Now, to address the Boston Celtics, I love the move for Kristaps Porzingis on paper. But I can't discount the importance of chemistry and leadership when it comes to contending for a title. And that's what we're talking about with the Boston Celtics. We don't measure them or judge them on any other basis. It's about winning championships. You're going to have to commit over the next two summers north of $600 million to Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. It should be about winning championships. And you got rid of a guy that Big Perk called the heart and soul of that Boston Celtics locker room. And if anybody would know that, it would be Big Perk because of his association with that franchise. They moved on from Marcus Smart, and Big Perk alluded to the fact that the friction between Marcus Smart and Joe Mazzula was going to be an issue moving forward. And the only way to make it Joe Mazzula's team was to get rid of Marcus Smart. And Carlin, I keep going back to what we heard in that second-round series against the Philadelphia 76ers in the postseason – 
the Boston Celtics and Marcus Smart described the offense as random. Yep. Tell us what Joe Missoula's offense is. It's random. I, I just I can't get past that part of it, coupled with what Big Perk said. You got rid of Marcus Smart so you could make it Joe Missoula's team. I don't know that that's the way to go about competing I don't love for that. championships. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Approach. I, I don't know that that's the way that you're going to win. Now I know that they're probably hoping that Tatum or Brown assert themselves in the player leadership role. But right now, you really don't have that. I mean, you get some of it from Al Horford, but outside of that, you really don't have that player leadership. And so I can't look at them as one of the favorites, even though I love the Christoph Porzingis move on paper. Here's Perk on that very topic. We're talking about a team that has been to multiple conference finals, that just went to the finals two years ago, and we're talking about the heart and soul of this team. Mm. Porzingis has, hasn't shown us nothing on the big stage or even a stage at all when it comes to the postseason. So when I think about Marcus Smart and I think about the swag, I think this was a move – that was made because Joe Mazzulla and Marcus Smart couldn't see eye to eye. And to, to me, that's the wrong reason to make the move, even though I like it, even though I like bringing in Porzingis, because I do think you add a little bit more of a rim protector and all those things to it. But that, you, hold on, you, hold on. You, but you that happens to, all the time in sports, though. You have, I think people have to understand that. That type of thing happens all the time. It's not just with players and coaches. It happens with players, too. I remember the Carolina Panthers got rid of Steve Smith once upon a time because they wanted it to be Cam Newton and Luke Keekley's yeah. team. Those types of things happen in sports. So it's a move that's made that not necessarily makes you better from a talent standpoint, but it's made because you want to assert one leadership figure in the organization over another. I understand that. I just hate that it's Joe Missoula because I don't trust him. I don't trust him as a coach yet. Maybe unfair. They've done things to help him. It's only year one, but I've seen an awful lot. And Marcus Smart, in addition to the comment that you referenced about the offense being random, also said, hey, give Joe credit after one game. Joe can learn he was being criticized, and rightfully so. <laughs> like that, that tells you what you need to know. I trust Marcus Smart's word on that. Canty, I'll give you one other one. Mm. I, I can't. I, I can't say enough about the Warriors getting rid of Jordan Poole's contract. Oh, that was a great oh, move. Oh, my God. That right away, right away, Mike Dunleavy Jr., executive of the year. How you suckered them in, and I know that they just wanted to get rid of Chris Paul, and they have to pay somebody because of the floor coming up. He's a young player. Maybe he'll turn it around there. But for that team, again, what is that? That is a chemistry thing. That is... This is us making sure that we get Draymond back next year. Well, with the punch that happened in training camp, we knew that Poole and Draymond Green couldn't coexist. And the Warriors deemed Draymond more important in terms of what's going to happen with their future than Jordan Poole. So I I think it's a move that makes sense for both teams. I mean, the Wizards get to bring in a player with championship pedigree, so to speak. We'll see if he's able to get back to what we saw two years ago, that being Jordan Poole. But the Draymond Green of it all is fascinating. Because he opted out of his contract, he's a free agent, he's the primary target for the Golden State Warriors, but there are other teams that are going to prioritize Mm. Draymond Green's services, and you have to wonder if this is a situation where the grass could be greener on the other side. Remember, Stephen Clay ain't getting any younger. Clay Thompson is going into the final year of his contract. Ain't no guarantee that the Warriors are going to keep this core together for the next three or four years. So if you're Draymond, knowing that that's the length of the contract that you're about to sign, is Golden State the place you want to be? 
Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance, looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits. Go to Progressive.com slash careers. Apply online today. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. In just moments, the team that had the best week might be the one that didn't make a move at all. I don't even know what we're talking about when I tease that. That's how good that is. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. With the third pick in the 2023 NBA draft, the Portland Trailblazers select Scoot Henderson. I just continue to work. I just put my head down and work and control what I can. And and that's how hard I work. And that's me every day getting better in my body and my mind. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Which NBA team improved the most last week? That's what the lines are open for for you right now. Bubba, who is off uh, following the Grateful Dead all over the country <laughs> last <laughs> week. Were you doing it in a, in a VW bus, Bubba? Is that how it went? 
No, there were none available. I think Stugatz took all of them. <laughs> <laughs> How many shows did you go to? Uh, just a two. I went to two at City Field. Okay. Hang out with Bobby Weir a little bit. Yeah, it was good. I mean, John Mayer is ridiculous. He's, he's so, so good on guitar. So it was, uh, it was a good time. Yeah, it was sold out. I think both shows were sold out. It was a lot of fun. Their their final tour, if you will. Oh, yeah. Of, I'm uh, sure it is. Of, of this, <laughs> this this iteration of Dead & Company. So, um, yeah, it was it was a fun time. We stayed, uh, you know, stayed in Manhattan, took the 7 train in, nice and easy, smooth. Smooth sailing, took a walk in Central Park, had a fun, fun trip. That parking lot had to be a scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we want nothing, nothing to do with that. So they, they didn't open the parking lot until 5 p.m. Oh, very uh, smart. I'm, I'm pretty sure they got contact walking into oh, the venue to, to, no to watch the So, yeah, we want nothing to do with that. We took the train, got right off, walked right in, and then got out and mm. left. So, yeah, I can't even imagine what the parking lot was. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app where you can watch Greeny. Just click on Watch, look for Greeny, and enjoy. So, you heard a moment ago the Portland Trailblazers selecting Scoot Henderson with the third overall pick, and what you did not not quite here in that cut, but you could have heard on the eastern seaboard was a loud yell from the city of Miami because you know that the Miami Heat are absolutely thrilled that the Trailblazers made that pick because it would seem that would be more likely to lead to a Dame Lillard trade. He has expressed uh, having no interest in playing with younger players. He wants to be with veterans. It is odd right now, though, Chris, that you seem to... It's I don't know if it's a standoff or it's just kind of which side wants to act first because whether it's the Blazers or whether it's Dame, neither side seems to want to be the bad guy here in splitting this up. No, and I understand that from a PR standpoint, but... In looking at the situation, do we read into Damian Lillard and what he said about wanting to go to the Miami Heat or the Brooklyn Nets if things didn't go the way he wanted them this summer in Portland? You should. You should. I mean, our own Bobby Marks outlines that those two teams have a pathway in order to get Lillard in terms of putting together a package of picks and players to make it happen to compensate the Trailblazers on what his actual value would be. Then, big fella, there's the other piece to this, which is hard to ignore. Damian Lillard putting his home in Oregon up for sale yeah. in the last month? I mean, how is it? How do you not read into that? How do you not? Yeah, maybe he's looking to downsize. Uh, well, yeah, his house is listed for $7 million or something like that. It's insane. But, I mean, if it starts to, if you connect the dots, read the tea leaves, it feels like this is the summer, if it's going to happen, that the Blazers are going to move Lillard. And to be honest with you, if he has any aspirations of competing at a championship level, he should want to get moved because he's been loyal to the soil. He's given Portland a lot of runway to try to retool the team around him. And it's a bunch of failed rebuilds. So at this point, with another teenager that they drafted in the top five, it just doesn't seem like it makes sense to stay in Portland. And just beyond that, think about the fit. You've got Scoot Henderson, Shaden Sharp, Anthony Simon, and Damian Lillard. You've got four guards. Four guards. Like, what are you going to do with all of those guards? Like, at some point, they've, they've got to make a decision. They've got to move one of them. And I guess you'd have to look at it from the standpoint of it making sense from an organizational standpoint to plan for the future rather than trying to continue to win in the here and now. Yeah, listen. If Dame Lillard ends up in Miami, they are immediately the best team in the Eastern Conference. And right now, I do believe 
that the Boston Celtics positioned themselves that way with the Porzingis trade, mm-hmm. Chris, that changes Im- immediately. Because if there was anybody who was more perfectly designed to jump into the heat culture and immediately buy in and immediately fit in like a glove and just be absolutely fantastic, it's Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard and Jimmy Butler, that level of toughness, that level of shot-making, that level of winning pedigree, holy crap. I mean, that is... Give me a team in the East that's beaten that. Well, and here's the other thing that adding Damian Lillard gives you, a guy that can create his own shot at any given time, regardless of who's defending him. They didn't have that with Jimmy Butler. Remember, Jimmy Butler struggled with guys that had length throughout the playoffs. Like, he went off in the Bucs series because there was nobody that could match up against him. But as he got into the latter rounds, he started to see that it was a struggle when he was matched up against guys that had more length. It was a struggle against the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. It was a struggle against the Denver Nuggets when they threw Aaron Gordon on him. You need somebody that has the ability to create for himself and for others under any circumstance. And Damian Lillard can do that because he is an absolute superstar. He's probably a top five to seven player in the league. That's, that's how good Damian Lillard is when he's healthy. So, yeah, I, I, I love the idea of him going to Miami. And, you know, even with the pieces that Miami would have to give up, do you trust another organization could be able to put more pieces around him with less resources going with second-round picks and undrafted guys than the Miami, Miami Heat? Do you <laughs> trust another organization to be able to fill in around their three stars no. better than what you get from the Miami Heat. No. You don't. Absolutely not. And and my problem there is, I, I think he's, for instance, the 76ers. They have nothing to give up that's going to be nearly enough outside of Maxi mm. if they wanted to turn around and flip Maxi to somebody else mm-hmm. or if you're trying to make a three-team deal. But as far as the picks and all that, you got nothing. You got nothing to make that deal happen. So where else does it possibly make the most sense if you, I mean, Jimmy Butler posting a Dame Dollar song on his Instagram love story. It, love it. Although, Dame, this is a little sketchy. Dame was listening to Miami by Will Smith the other day. I saw that on the live. I mean, I saw that. What's wrong with it? I mean, uh, Miami by Will Smith. Hey, come on. But what's wrong? But he's sending a message. I know what's he's sending it? a message. I'm talking about the song choice. Well, it's Welcome to Miami is a part of the hook. Yeah, no, I understand. Well, you that. want him to play Luke? I'll find something. There's gotta you be want him to play Uncle Luke? There's gotta be- I, don't, I, I don't think that could be. I don't think any songs from <laughs> Uncle Luke could be out there for public <laughs> consumption. At least not PG. At least not PG. But here's the other team that Damian Lillard brought up when he was talking to Brian Custer in the podcast. Mm. The Brooklyn Nets. And on its face, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because the Nets feel like they're rebuilding too. Yeah. And that's why they've got all the picks from the Kyrie Irving and the Kevin Durant trades. But, but here's the thing. They have a pathway to being able to go after Dame. And I think that's why Dame put them on the list. Now, he's got some personal relationships with guys on the Brooklyn Nets. But I think the, the thing that Dame is looking at is the opportunity that another franchise can offer him to compete at a higher level than what the Trailblazers can do right now. And I think both of those spots offer that. I would, always, I would also say that Miami does that to a higher level, obviously, because they were just in the NBA Finals. But I think this has got to be the summer where Dane pushes the eject button on Portland. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. It's always a good day when Nick Friedel, ESPN NBA reporter, yes, sir. sits down. 
All right, I'm going I'm to ask you a personal question as you sit down first. You doing a little coloring? What's going on there? No color. No color? No color. I, I see gray. And fe- I won't rule it out down the line, okay. but I'm not to the point. I'm not knocking it. I'm not judging. Well, we can't. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> right? How many people do we know? Yeah. <laughs> Throw a little extra right, in right, right now. <laughs> it is, it's not for me right now. I'm staying So you're not you're now. not ruling it out? No, no. I'm not ruling it out down the line, <laughs> but right now, no color. See, the only, the only way I, I would consider it is if we're talking about having a check attached to it. Like if we yeah. can get a little Jess for Men oh. sponsorship going on. Oh, okay. I can I'll, talk this, about this this myself into Polish Brown. Yeah, ex- exactly. It'll be like uh, Mike Woodson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going full <laughs> Jalen Rose. I want all the guy, everything. I want it everything. all in there. All everything the in there. We got to get but the, the game. Salt, but, but the salt and pepper look is not a bad look. For me? Getting, well, for me. Yeah. I don't know about for you. I'm just saying for not me. Not for me. I mean, you don't have a whole lot of salt and pepper going on because you don't have a lot of hair. There's not a lot of hair you got in general. Listen to you. I'm just I'm saying. Not, I'm not ruling it out. You can never say never. You sound like an NBA player who's like, no, I'm never going to play there, but you never say Why never. Why would I turn down a check, though? You wouldn't. Of course I wouldn't. I'm you putting wouldn't. it out there. I, listen. If they put the check in front of you, yeah. I know you're going to take it. Yeah, it's but okay. I'm just saying I'm getting a lot of positive feedback with the salt and pepper stuff, though. As a lot of positive sh- feedback. As you should, but yet you're still, you know, you go to the barber, you can still get a mix. No, I don't get the Beijing put in there. Okay. No, no I don't get put in there. I don't know. Not, not lately, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, Nick. Nick, let's start with Dan. How is this imminent? At this, not imminent's not the right word. Is this inevitable at this point? Only if he pushes to make it happen. All he has ever said, guys, is I want to stay. I want to be one of those guys like Jerry West, like Dirk, who wears one jersey throughout their entire career. But what we're going to find out, whether it's in a week, in a month, is just how much he wants to win a title. Because Portland's not good enough. And they're not going to be good enough in a couple years with Shaden Sharp and Scoot Henderson. Those are good young players. They can develop over time. That team is a long ways away from being in a legit title contender mode in the Western Conference. So if Dame doesn't say right now, I want out, whether it's Miami or somewhere else, I think that he's probably just saying, I want to be in a place where I'm comfortable and my family's comfortable. But if he doesn't do it now, I don't want to hear it anymore because now's the time to make it happen and if he doesn't go in and make it happen, then let the story finally die. Okay, so the Blazers are on one end of the spectrum in the Western Conference. The Golden State Warriors believe they're on the opposite end in the Western Conference competing for titles. We know that they don't think they can win a championship without Draymond Green, their top free agent priority. Who are the other players in the Draymond Green sweepstakes this summer? around the NBA. Chris, I don't even think it's worth going down that list because I don't believe that Draymond would actually leave. Wow. Everybody loves to have leverage, and a lot has been made, at least in the last couple days, about Sacramento. They make the deal on draft night. They clear out a bunch of space. Draymond's very close to Mike Brown. Got a lot of respect there, dating back to Mike's time as an assistant with the Warriors. I think Draymond understands that for the business of Draymond Green and for the business of the Warriors, from Joe Lake of the owner on down, everybody will come to a middle ground. Even more, though, guys, I think the key is Draymond is not turning his back on Steph Curry. They have been through too much together to not think that Steph, if and when the time comes, says, hey, you're not going anywhere. We're going to find a way to make this work. So I personally, having been around that team for three or four years, I know 
people are wondering, all right, would he go somewhere else? Detroit has a bunch of cap space. He could be by home. Draymond knows what the Warriors have meant to him. They know what he represents for them. I think it's just a matter of time before that deal gets locked up. Staying with Golden State, what happens with Klay Thompson over the next year? Well, that's a much bigger question because you have to have Draymond back if you want to win a title. And Chris, sadly, for as beloved as Draymond is, not only by the fan base, but inside that organization, those, those people love him. Joe Lacob told me a few years ago after that Houston second-round series, I want Clay and Steph to be here forever. And he was dead serious because he knew what Clay had done to get them to that point. Clay's just not the same player anymore. Hmm. Now, can he get a little bit better than what we've seen to this point after coming back off those surgeries? I think so. And he's such a proud guy that he's going to put in the work that it would take to get him to that point. But I don't think if Clay's looking for some mega, mega extension that it's going to come from the Warriors. The reality, though, for Clay Thompson is I don't think it's coming from anywhere. So I would think down the line, a summer from now, they'll find a way to make it work as well. Oh, Nick, wow. okay. Go ahead. Nick Friedel, he is, of course, ESPN NBA reporter with us. Sixers, James Harden or bust right now? God, what a, what a question. <laughs> that's you, a terrible place to be in. That's a terrible place to be in. But here's but, but where yeah, I'm stunned. I mean, yeah. But here's where I'm stunned, Nick. How can Fred Van Vliet not be part of that discussion? I think the longer it stretches out with Harden where we don't have a clear answer, it becomes more of a question of would Nick Nurse especially be more comfortable with Fred Van Vliet. But, guys, this shows just how far Harden, to me, has fallen off that superstar line. Fred Van Vliet is an unbelievable player, helped Toronto win a title. There is a comfort level knowing that Nick Nurse got the most out of Fred Van Vliet. But if we're suddenly comparing Fred Van Vliet and James Harden, what it says to me is the Sixers, no matter which way they go, don't have that second piece that they're going to need behind Embiid. So if you're Philadelphia and you're this far down the road with Harden, I say, yeah, bring him back. The issue is how many years does he want? How much money does he want? Just like everybody else. If you go through and get Harden this summer and you get bounced one more time in the second round, at what point does Embiid say, hey, uh, guys, I'm out of here. I don't want to be here anymore because I know that this team is not good enough, especially with that second-tier guy in James Harden just not being what he used to be. That Harden deal sounds like a lot of regret if you're Philadelphia, if you do that this oh. summer. A lot of regret. Last one before we let you get out of here, Nick. DeAndre Ayton, what happens with him this summer? What happens? What's the plan with Phoenix? I don't think it's just this summer, Chris, because I think down the line, if you're the Suns and it's just not working out – He's the only other piece you have. So right now, at the end of June, you could sit there and go, oh, well, let's see what happens with DeAndre Ayton. Maybe Frank Vogel can get some more out of him. You bring Beal in. You hope that there's a little bit more. I don't think that story is anywhere close to being done, though. Mm -hmm. If you have a fix on that team moving ahead into the season or a deal presents itself where you can get the depth that they don't have right now, Ayton's the guy. And I know there might have been some friction with Monty Williams. I just don't believe that Aiton, especially at the deal that he's on, is that type of difference maker. So if somebody wants to come in and say, here's a piece or two, I don't think that, that this thing is over by a long shot. I think Aiton's name is just going to hang in the air until he is likely moved elsewhere. But when that is, 
remains to be seen. The irony, because they didn't want to give him that deal last summer to begin with. <laughs> exactly right. Awesome stuff as usual, brother. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me. That's Nick Friedle, ESPN NBA reporter, joining Canty and Carlin. On ESPN Radio, we're in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive can help you protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. And if something wasn't mentioned that you had in mind, find out if it can be covered at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE, because uh, it probably can be. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. One analyst is much higher on America's team than Canty. Who is it? you find out next on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Greenie, the podcast. I, I like Will Smith's music. This one's not it for me. Well, this album, uh, I think, went platinum, though. I, I know. I'm just saying, for me. Well, this is a big Willie-style album went platinum. It might not be for you, but this it's, for, song, it's for a million people somewhere. Okay. Well, just saying. She slapping everybody around anymore? Is that over? I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> but I mean, Damian Lillard dropping subtle, not so subtle hints to the not so subtle Trailblazers? Yeah. 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 Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. I've been a little down on him since that whole thing. That's all. Probably, too. Yeah. With Will. But anyway, uh, you know, you were on uh, the West Coast last week, and it wasn't just strictly a vacation. And. It it feels like you found out some alarming material. No, it was actually more work than a regular work week because I was the wingman for my wife while she was running around um, taking care of everything at VidCon. So for those of you that don't know, VidCon is a big conference that YouTube puts together every year in Southern California, and they roll out the latest and the greatest when it comes to tools for content creators and, and programs for their affiliates where they can sell 
uh, things that, 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 they, that they post on their, um, on their, uh, their channels. And so um, the interesting part about the conference and the thing that had me walking away, shaking my head, was the talk that they had around artificial intelligence. Really? Yeah, the AI stuff, it's incredible what they can do with AI in terms of producing content. I mean, it's the same stuff that, that, that people use to create deep fakes and stuff like that. They yeah. can create whole animation series with, with people and superimposing cartoon graphics on it. It's really incredible what they do with it. But um, the one thing that gave me cause for pause when it came to AI is in a survey with 10 tech executives, four of the 10 said that they thought AI could lead to disaster for humankind. Four of the 10. Four of the 10. Four 40%. of the 10. So when I walked out of the talk that they had, the thought that I had was the robot apocalypse is imminent. It's going to happen. Oh, my like, God. Like, you know, Skynet with the Terminator or iRobot with Will Smith, as you were just talking about. Yeah. Like, it just feels like that's going to happen sooner rather than later. Like it's, it's, wow. And these are not yo-yos that are saying this. No. These are some of the smartest people in the world, and they're saying that AI could lead to disaster for humankind. Yeah, this is not Doc Brown from Back to the Future. No. <laughs> no. And I'm just sitting there like, and four of them. y'all are just having this casual conversation? Here, here's my question. Do we have to go down every frontier when it cl- it's so clear that there are major pitfalls to it and, and could lead to major problems such as AI. Yeah. Do we have to do that? And I know that part of it is technology companies playing defense against one another. Yes. Because if we don't do it, somebody, somebody else, else is going to do, do it. it yeah. And dear God, we better be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Man, I, if it is bad for humankind, can we all just agree We'd like to live. I mean, it was all off. it was all good when they were coming up with iPhones and Apple Watches and all of that stuff. And listen, buttons. if they had that's a, all good. If ChatGPT can write my term paper in college, okay, that's great. Let's leave it there. Yeah, let's leave it there. Yeah, I don't how need. Do you, it, I don't need it driving my car. Okay, I was about to ask you, how do you feel about the self-driving car? I'm good on that. I'm good on that. See, that's the only, that's where I would cut it off because of the laziness factor. Like, yeah. if I could get somebody to drive me commute wise. To and from work. And that's what Skynet is dependent on. You being lazy. I I guess. (laughs) They're going to take over. The robots are going to take over. That's what they want. Be lazy. (laughs) Give us more to your day-to-day. And then all of a sudden, guess what? You work for us instead of we working for you. I'm telling you, man. When they're doing their presentations, they put me up on a big picture. This is the man that we are all trying to market to. The everyman. (laughs) The everyman that wants to find more ways to be lazy in his everyday life. See this guy? He doesn't want to cook for himself. Exactly. He doesn't want to drive himself to work. Yeah. So it was really an eye-opening week. Yeah, well, when four of the top ten tech executives say, yeah, AI can lead to disaster, I'm going to scratch my head and wonder what the hell is going on. You know, there have been times the last few years where I thought, is there some place do we just want to go somewhere else, and now you just can't hide. Yeah. You just can't hide. No. Not at all. It's Canty Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Canty was on the Mina Kimes Show podcast featuring Lenny uh, this past week. It is up on uh, the podcast feed up on ESPN.com and and wherever you get your podcasts. It's the very first one that is up there right now. So by all means, check it out. And he and Mina were talking about ranking NFL defenses. Now, Mina 
had the Cowboys second. Yes. Canty had the Cowboys seventh. Mm-hmm. Let's hear Mina's rationale first. This is from the Mina Kimes Show podcast featuring Lenny. One of my favorite things about this Cowboys defense, last year, I think they really hit on something with all the dime personnel they were using. They were in dime personnel, fourth most of any team. And when they did have three safeties on the field, they averaged negative .22 EPA per play, which is crazy. A QBR of 29. They were awesome. I just remember down the stretch seeing, you know, Jaron Curse in the box, Donovan Wilson and Mukua, like these players I hadn't heard of, really think it gives them such unique flexibility from a coverage standpoint against some of these offenses that are going to come out throwing all over the yard. Here's the thing that I would say. I, I love the Cowboys. I think they have the best defensive weapon in all of football in Michael Parsons. We haven't seen somebody impact the game at that position on that side of the ball since Lawrence Taylor. I think he's that good. But it's hard to ignore why the Cowboys defense has had so much success the last couple of years, and that's been their ability to take the ball away. They've led the NFL in takeaways in back-to-back seasons. You know the last time to do that, last team to do that? The Pittsburgh Steelers in 1973 and 1974, yeah. and they had five, five Hall of Famers. They had Donnie Shell, Joe Green, Lambert, Ham, Mel Blunt. Like three of those guys won defensive player of the year. Do I think this Cowboys defense is that? Hell no. And the other part that bothers me is this Cowboys defense is a lot better against the pass than they are against the run. But guess what? Their head coach, his philosophy this year on offense is going to be run the ball more. That means more closely contested games. That means opponents being able to stay with their run game longer than they typically would have in the last couple of years. I don't love the Cowboys from a defensive metric standpoint because I don't think their head coach is going to have a philosophy that plays to their strength. for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.